Listener Production. For those who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, most of the time, the trending topics on Twitter make a lot of sense. You know, Peppa Pig was one yesterday. Boris Johnson had a big old yarn about Peppa. Yeah. I saw a conspiracy um, theory that it's because that like farmers were having to cull pigs because of Brexit. There was a lot of chat about, you know, Brexit being awful and since Boris Johnson sort of pushed for that, it would be bad. And so he did a big rant about Peppa Pig so that if people Googled Boris Johnson pigs, it would just be come up about him talking about <laughs> Peppa Pig. Wow. Unconfirmed reports. Unconfirmed. <laughs> well, I saw I saw a trending topic on Twitter uh, today, which I was a bit confused about. Liar, liar, shart on fire. Did you see that? But that whole sentence was trending. Y- yeah, hashtag liar, liar, shart on fire. <laughs> what what was it about? Well, it was trending um, the number one across Australia as the tangled web of lies caught up with the prime minister after he lied in the house about lying about his sneaky Hawaiian holiday. Oh, there was the text. He said that he told Anthony Albanese, opposition leader, that he was going to Hawaii, and then Anthony Albanese said, no, you didn't. And he goes, well, I said I was just going on leave. I didn't say Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. So so what's the web? So, So... I don't know how. So this is what happened. PR guy, right? Have you? Do you know PR guy? No. PR guy seventeen. No, I don't. PR don't. guy forty thousand followers on Twitter. Um, seems to be very politically driven, but yeah. um, is a Simpsons character as a profile. But anyway, the tweet started with poll. Scott is a lying con man. Reply or quote liar, liar, shart on fire. If you agree, and then suddenly, I mean, people are replying, blah blah blah. But then there's pictures of. Scott Morrison with his pants on fire, you know, with the whole... He's in Hawaii wearing a Hawaiian shirt, but his pants are on fire as he bends over and expels a (laughs) gaseous burst from his... I mean, honestly, days like this, I think, as if you would bother being a politician. Like, as if you would bother. Oi, watch your mouth, mate. Watch your mouth. Could you imagine? (laughs) One day there's going to be, like, Daiso Daiso drinks his, like, diarrhea or something like that, you know? Like, seriously, and you're going to have to answer questions. People are going to be like, well, what did you think about this hashtag? And you're going to be like, oh, what? We come up with uh, stupid enough stuff anyway. And we've got, you know, we've got plenty on today's show. Speaking of the opposition leader and the feud going on there, he was having a crack at um, the Prime Minister about petrol prices, something which isn't really under his control at all. It's more international supply chains. But um, it does seem that petrol prices are going up and they're trying to Remain relevant. We'll get into that in a moment. As well as that, everyone's favourite trendsetter, uh, Sarah. I almost said Sarah. But it's Sarah is going to be joining us for What's Hitting with Sarah, um, 14-year-old correspondent who tells us what's happening on the talk, you know, and what's, what's cool on the block. You know? What's actually trending, <laughs> not just liar, liar, <laughs> shot on fire. <laughs> Um, I wish it wasn't a news story, but it is. That's why I keep repeating it. Look, uh, we are Matt and Alex. This is All Day Breakfast. Let's get stuck in. Like, with the with the gases, though, I mean, it would be quite flammable, you would have thought. So it would be lighted quite quickly. Anyway, um, well, let's get let's get into it. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, it seemed like one of my dad's favourite pastimes when I was growing up, Alex Dyson, and that was... Spanking you on the bot bot with a wooden spoon? <laughs> <laughs> no. For playing up? 
No, 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 never. Um, it was driving around trying to find the cheapest petrol. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Was it Ian Dyson a bargain hunter when it came to oh, petrol? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we had the little uh, little envelope. I don't know where we kept it, but the receipt started piling up four cents off, eight cents oh, off. Yeah. I'd say when the supermarkets brought in the minuscule cents a litre <laughs> off your tank, <laughs> woo, it was... Uh, it was payday. It was one of the smartest promotional mm. offers that they could have done, isn't it? Because you, you, you got your four cents, mm. filled up a whole tank. Ten litres, yep. A dollar eighty or something, yeah. you know? You're like, what? <laughs> you, you thought you were going to save millions. You honestly thought you were going to save millions. I remember Ray Badgen used to have a joke about how if someone asked you to hold a piece of paper <laughs> for the next two weeks and you and they'd give you a dollar thirty afterwards, you'd be like... No, I'm not holding your stinking paper. Go away. But the petrol stations have made us think that it's a good idea. Yeah, well, the golden years are over, Matt O'Kine, because it seems as if um, the petrol stations are on the way out, you know, with electric vehicles or uh, EVs <laughs> becoming more, more popular. Experts are saying that under worst-case scenarios, 60 to 80% of service stations could be unprofitable by 2035, unless they change their business model. They're, they're on the way out. <sighs> and let's face it, they're already trying to do too much. <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, they've really stopped just giving the petrol these days, haven't you? I feel like there's there's everything in some of these petrol stations. I remember I remember turning up to petrol stations. They used to be an old bloke at the, at the bloody pub yeah. saying, yeah. you know, what do you want, leaded or unleaded? <laughs> Do you remember those days? Am I a bit too old? Leaded or unleaded? 40 yeah, cents was... a litre, thank you very much. I think the cheapest I remember is like I saw a 58 cents a litre petrol one day. and That stuck with me all these years. Because <laughs> yeah, it was under 60. Yeah, you're like, yeah. whoa, wow. <laughs> um, but it was good, like, after school, going there and um, and grabbing a little slushy or something like that. Oh, I mean, yeah, we had a, I had a, a slush puppy. Oh, yeah. Machine at my local. I mean, that's that was a little bit pov, wasn't it? Wasn't quite the Slurpees. Wasn't quite the Frozen Cokes, just the Oi, slush puppy. That's all we had in Warrnambool. There was there was no 7-Eleven 24-hour <laughs> shops in country towns. No, 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 no. I remember I went to Tasmania for the first time, went to Hobart, and just and I was like with my mum, we were walking around, we tried, needed a convenience store. So is there a 7-Eleven around here? And uh, the person just looked at us and goes, uh, you're from the mainland, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, that's. I'll that, never forget. I didn't know. It. I'd never heard of what mainland was back then. It was just a real eye opener. Well, um, with petrol stations on the way out, we we thought here at All Day Breakfast it was only fair to give them the send off that they deserved because um, they've been with us for so long. Matt O'Kind, just smelling those fumes over this, it's enough to bring back memories. So um, we thought we'd deliver on this um, very sad day. I can't tell if my eyes are watering or whether it's the. <laughs> <laughs> Diesel floating <laughs> from the nearest truck filling up. But it was but only yeah, it fair sad. to give uh, <laughs> give the Matt and Alex eulogy to the petrol station. Goodbye, petrol stations. Um, it seemed, you know, just like yesterday that you were the very last resort for finding a pair of wraparound sunglasses. Um, I'll never forget 
going to you with $20 in my pocket and filling up with $20.02 worth of petrol every single time, uh, ensuring that there was the round down of two cents. <laughs> um, and making sure I jiggled the hose that was connected to the, uh, the pump. Gotta really turned it vertical. Lift it up. <laughs> Gravity's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, mate, just giving an absolute shake as though it was my own member in my pants and it was the last <laughs> bit of wee. <laughs> I, uh, I'll never forget not remembering what side the fuel cap is on. The car. Um, Do you know there's a little arrow on your dashboard? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll never forget the day I learned that. <laughs> Check it and out. going what? And then parking on the wrong side, then having to do the stretch over with mm. the with the with that awkward stretch over, mm. and it doesn't quite fit in your in your petrol hold quite as much. Mm. I'll never forget being constantly disappointed that the frozen Coke machine isn't working. And, uh, and buying two big bottles of pump water when I really only ever wanted one. I'll miss you, petrol station. <clears throat> oh. Try and get through this. Um, known to most by his full name, Mr. Service Station, or to those close to them, just Servo. We've had some excellent times. Um, the parents filling up on petrol, the children filling up on slush puppies. Um, that's some great nights. <sighs> we used to go out and, and get on the piss. And by getting on the piss, I mean placing a single foot inside your bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> There's no avoiding it. <clears throat> I mean... I know you've got a two-for-one deal on water bottles, but how about getting a two-for-one deal on cleaners? <laughs> Please. <laughs> and look, we won't be far behind you. It won't be too long till Matt and I see you at the big DVD rack in the sky. <laughs> we could buy a copy of uh, Failure to Launch for $16. <laughs> Thank you, Servo. Goodbye. <laughs> Calling it. That's cool. Drippy. What about like? That's pretty cool. What's hitting? Little thing called. What's hitting with Sarah. That's right. It's time for another episode of What's Hitting with Sarah, where we find out what the kids are doing. All right. Even though we're still young youngsters at heart, Matt O'Kine, the mere fact that we're in our 30s now means that we miss out on a lot of the trends that people come to this show to, and, they, and expect. Speak for yourself. I am cool and I got it from the person themselves. All right. Get, check this. I got a message. Well, look, actually, I'll let, I'll let them explain it, our uh, guest Ooh. for today. Okay, well, it's Sarah, our 14-year-old correspondent from Brizzy. G'day, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you, Sarah. Now, you gave me one of the greatest compliments that I could have possibly gotten uh, a what? couple of days ago when you sent a message regarding my book. <gasps> oh, my God, yeah. But you said you wrote a teenager's emotions in a situation like this perfectly. <gasps> Does that yeah, make me... Am I? Am I cool? Yeah, you're cool, man. That was like, yeah. I was shocked. Yes. <laughs> because well, his radio personality doesn't match that at all? Is that why you were shocked, Sarah? 
Wait, no, no, not like that. Like, I was just shocked. It sounded like that, Sarah. Like, you portrayed teenagers' emotions. Aww. Okay, so do you think that anything's changed? Because that was me as a teenager in 1998. Has the emotional basis of what being a teenager is, has that changed, do you think, since the year, you know, 1998 to 2021? Um, it probably has changed a little bit. Like, like the way you portrayed the emotions towards, like, the actual, like, situation of the book was incredible. But, like, honestly, yeah, that still is a quite common in between teenagers' thoughts these these days. Yeah, just got to throw in a little bit of social media now, which is uh, yeah. interesting. What uh, age are um what age are kids getting phones these days, and then you know therefore social media accounts on like? Oh, it's actually it's actually a bit grotty. It's like nine. <sighs> right, and that's when they're getting what like Instagrams and um, yeah. Snapchats and stuff. And TikTok, it's a bit. I don't think it's actually that appropriate, but like a lot of like eight, you'll see a lot of like probably like even sometimes like seven year olds like on TikTok and stuff like that. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they would be on, like, Instagram and all that stuff as well. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, like, that's that's part of the thing. Like, writing a book, and Alex Dyson, you wrote a book as well. My book mm. is about a, you know, a 12-year-old boy trying to start high school while his mum dies of cancer. Um, your, but it was set in 1998, and so the way that the kids communicate with each other, you don't really, like, my, the character doesn't even have the internet yet. Can you, can you even perceive what that was like? I mean, not really, because, like, as, like, as, like, you're reading and, like, you're reading about how, like, like, you'd literally, like, you'd go and see Zoe, like, the girl that you like. It's actually, like, <laughs> like you physically go and see her. Like, that's not happen. Like, you'd get, like, a Snapchat from a boy saying, hey, you're fit, and you just, like, press block. Oh, like, wow, well, that's how relationships start now. Well, this is the stuff you learn in What's Hitting with Sarah, and we please encourage you, anything that's gone over your head, you've seen a young person do, you've seen on the internet, and you want some clarity around, uh, please send us a message, Alex. Our first message is an audio message for you this week, Sarah. It is from Mitch. When I was about 14 or 15, you see a lot of delinquents hang out at the local shopping centres late on a Thursday night, you know, playing around with trolleys and whatnot. I'm sure that's what Daiso was getting up to at Warnable as well, but is that still a thing? Do the young uh, juveniles still hang out at shopping centres on a Thursday night, buying Slurpees and having fun? Oh, it sort of speaks to what we were just discussing. Is is there a, is there room for friendships in that, in that real-life world, Sarah? Yeah. Well, like, see, the thing is, it kind of happens, like, every night. It's very big on Friday nights, obviously, because it's, like, the night of the first part of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Thursdays sometimes, but, like, it almost is, like, almost every night that the shopping centres are always just absolutely packed. Like, the shopping centre around where, like, I live, it's got, like, eight schools around it. So it is just <laughs> packed. Yeah. Whoa. School bags in the food court still. Like, that's that used yeah. to be a big thing. It's so annoying. Move your bag. I want to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> is um is Supre cool anymore? Is that still around? Is what? <laughs> Supre. Dotty? Clo- what about Dotty? Is Dotty? Clothes shop oh, Supre. Like, all the little clothes shops. Like, oh, okay. Well, see, they were right, but not many pe- Like, thrifting has become a very oh, popular thing. There you go. Like, old clothes has, beca- has kind of, like, overruled all of actual, like, Dotty and, like, all those tiny little 
little business. Mm, you can say it, Sarah, old clothes are the new new clothes. You can say that. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised how popular op shops and like thrift shops are with That's my good generation. To hear. That's no, awesome. that is good. Fast fashion is a little bit of a, a blight on the environment, so it's mm. good to know that the, the young people are choosing more sustainable options. All right, let's let's go on to your next uh, question, Sarah. This one is from Liz. My Year Twelve students just asked me this morning how I, they can send it in their English exam next week, and I literally had no idea what they meant. And another younger teacher had to explain it to me. Any um, clarification would be great. Um, oh my god, um, you- that is so funny because <laughs> I literally I said that I said it to half my teachers, especially like my math teacher, because I'm not amazing at math. And he's like, "Are you going to study this term?" Like, "No, nah, I'm just going to send it." And it's like, <laughs> okay. so it's what, is, what is it? It basically just means like you're just go- it's like wing it, like you're just going to go in with a positive attitude, even though you're so stupid. And you're just gonna send it. <laughs> so you don't okay. need you don't need experience. You don't need knowledge. You just go in and you it's send like, it. Yeah. See, it originally came from like sending a risky text because it's like, oh my god, I don't know if to send it, but I'm gonna oh. do it anyway. It's like, it's like just send it, bro. And so it's like just send it. That makes wow, so much sense. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> And now I'm realising I was like a postman at school because that's how I got through every subject. I, I was sending left, like, right and centre. Like I was in the gym with my best mate and he was like, should I try and like max out on deadlift? deadlift? And I was like, yeah, just send it. Ignore your back problems. Send it. <laughs> like it's really, I don't know why, but it's just such a laugh. It's so funny to use. Oh, that is brilliant, Sarah. Send it to the emergency room <laughs> with that yeah. Wait, once you're bro. young, you can send it on the deadlifts, of course. <laughs> no, you know. it's fine. He did a good job. He did it. He completed it. Oh, that's awesome, oh, Sarah. Well, thank you so sent. much for uh, for joining us today. We uh, thank you for um, giving us the, the good word once again. And uh, we can't wait to find out what's hitting with you next week. Bye. All day breakfast. Matokine, you're a cunning linguist. Am I ever? Words rolling off the tip of my tongue. Things that make you go, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Oh, what's the definition of that? An evening with Matokine. Ooh. <laughs> um, no, I bring it up because, once again, it's our favourite time of year for people like yourself, Matt, when the Macquarie Dictionary calls together a selected committee to discuss the new words and definitions that have entered their hallowed pages over the last 12 months. There's a big list. Yeah, these are the words that are going to end up being, you know, going to win you Scrabble. Yeah, I'd say so, absolutely. (laughs) A lot of them do have to do with COVID-19. You know, the world's gone through a a life-changing experience and so there's plenty in there like um, brain tickler, um, which is colloquial. Oh, what, as the test? A nasopharyngeal swab as used for COVID-19 testing. Come on. (laughs) Brain tickler. That's not... I don't want to know what a triple word score of that is. I mean, that, that's not a real word. Yeah. So how many how many words are on this thing, by the way? How many words are on this list? Oh, my God, like 20 or something. And these are all these, got, these are all in contention to make it into the final dictionary for next year? No, these are all in. They're all they, in. But what they're doing is they pick a word of the year. For okay. it. They give a gold medal to one of these words. I mean, you've got um, a menti B is one, colloquial, a breakdown in one's mental health. Um, menti B <laughs> is going in. <laughs> 
So wait, the Macquarie Dictionary is claiming that you could just email your boss and say, sorry, oh, sorry, had a bit of a many, many B. And they're like, you can't use that in words. Like, check the dictionary. That's in there. So is that a mental blank? Mental breakdown. A menti B. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's much worse. Um, you've got. I like that we're at the stage now where we can talk about mental breakdown. We can give slang names to mental breakdowns. So that's nice, isn't it? It's good to be able to talk about that a, uh, a little bit more openly. Brickbait instead of clickbait. Brickbait is a noun and it's a strategy designed to encourage customers to shop at bricks and mortar stores rather than online, as by providing personalised service, pleasant surroundings, etc. Never heard of it. So if you get caught up in a little bit of brickbait, well, that's because it's new, Matt. That's why you haven't heard that. It's a new word that's just been invented and is going in the dictionary. Um, something you might be interested in, some dry scooping. All right. Sounds like it has to do with kitty litter. What, what is it? <laughs> the practice of ingesting powdered pre-workout supplements or protein power without mixing with water or milk as directed. No, who's doing that? Doing the old Milo trick, hey? Well, yeah, a little bit, well, except with uh, absolutely... <laughs> one for the cup and one for me. <laughs> one for you and one for me, hey? Absolutely. Oh, dear. Um, you your mouth would get a workout, hey, going through some of that powder. I tell you what, you have a strong jawline. Absolutely. Um, last chance tourism. I mean, this, this is a little bit sad. Uh, tourism to locations with endangered landscapes or geological features, which are habitats for endangered species. Last chance tourism is going in. Oh, that's that's devastating, isn't it? It's enough to give you a menti B, that one. <laughs> um, you've got hate follow. Um, yep, done that. To link oneself uh, to a side of network, even though one dislikes or disagrees with the content being shared. Oh, constantly. I've started following too many crypto accounts. I don't like it. <laughs> range anxiety? What's that? Oh, when you go out of range. No, the stress experienced by the driver of an electric vehicle when they're unsure of reaching their destination or a recharging point before the vehicle's battery runs out of power. That's not real. No one has ever said anything about range anxiety. <laughs> Going in, it's 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 in there. I was out of range. I was out of phone range recently. That gave me anxiety. Mm. No one could call me. I couldn't call anyone. I thought, what if, what happens if the house falls over? Well, I doubt that'll happen to you, Matt. You've uh, got some pretty good foundations. And dump cake, I'll chuck in there as well. Any guesses? Dump cake. Have you been making any dump cakes recently? I can't get over the word dump in it, you know what I mean? Like I just, I can't move past that. Well, it's not Feces Free Friday, nor should it be, because it is a cake which is prepared by combining the ingredients directly in the cake tin or dish in which it is to be baked. Dump cake. You dump it all in, you bake your cake. That's not who, who used that word? I don't know. Sober curious. You show me a single person who has used the word dump cake in 2021. <laughs> sober curious, having an interest in reducing one's consumption of alcohol or in giving it up. That makes sense. I'm sober curious. That's a very 2021 thought. <laughs> there you go. Well, the full list is there. What do you reckon should get um, word of the year, Matt? I reckon Menti B. Menti B. <laughs> yeah, Menti B. Yeah, mate, just had a Menti B. Nah, couldn't make it. I love it. I might even be here tomorrow, Manny B. Might not, might not be in, in, the, in the show tomorrow. Yeah, it's a bit tough. I'm, I'm actually going to use that for a lot of things. Yeah, I think, I think um, it's, that's a pretty good one. Um, going in, there are plenty of them. Check it out, Macquarie Dictionary's Words of the Year competition and uh, we'll just wait to see who is crowned the winner. I'll make him a dump cake. <laughs> All day breakfast. You ever seen the pyramids, Alex Dyson? 
Have I ever seen the pyramids? Yeah. Is that the question? No. I thought about doing it because I ended up in the Middle East. I went to Israel on my trip overseas. I am. And I'm like, that's that's right next to Egypt, but there's only one flight, I think, and it's like a secret flight because the two countries have uh, very differing religious practices. Yeah. As seems to happen around those places. And um, it's tough to just cross yep. a border like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I've not seen it. But one thing that I remember freaking out about, or not freaking out about, just like it didn't it didn't occur to me, is uh, when I saw one of those like 10 photos of places that you, that'll give you a different understanding of what they are. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and oh, one of them is <laughs> the like there's the pyramids and then like, there's just like McDonald's and stuff like next door to it. <laughs> yeah, there's a photo of Carl Pilkington from an idiot abroad. He's sitting in a pizza hut and you see the pyramids out through the, through the right? pizza like hut it's window. Like, yeah. The town's right next to them. I don't know why I thought it would just be desert completely, but no, they're just, it's just like anywhere else. Big city, pyramids, yep. Well, I just saw an article yesterday about uh, the TikTok video from uh, someone who uh, her travel blogger called Kimmy Connor, she's uh, talking about her travel hacks and she's... She's taken a photo of herself eating a uh, KFC burger from the rooftop of the KFC near the pyramids. <laughs> and she says, you only need to pay a couple of bucks yeah. and uh, you get the view yeah. <laughs> from the top of the KFC. Yeah. It never ceases to amaze me, right, about this sort of situation. But it brought back to my mind when I went to the Taj Mahal. Ooh, now, that's, that's meant to be one of the wonders, isn't it? Wonders of the world. Well, that's a, a, it. a beautiful tribute to a uh, a loving partner. Yes. You know, much like the Christmas present that you've organised for Belle coming up, Matt O'Kine. We're almost there. What do you (laughs) got? fort. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Uh, Yeah, so um, I'm always like, I'm always sort of reminded of of this particular, you know, situation because it's the same kind of vibe. When you go to the Taj Mahal, you're thinking, Mm. oh, my God. This is a once-in-a-lifetime place, mm-hmm. a, uh, a temple to someone's loved one. Yep. And uh, it was built and it's been one of the most visited places in the and world. it took decades to build, didn't it? Yeah, I'm- people dying and stuff to make get it done. I mean, it, it's, it's, and, it's, oh, and I'll tell you what. I hope, I hope they got a little tomb to, to match just as ornate. <laughs> a little coffin somewhere. But when you're driving there, they do a very good job of driving you into the city to make sure that you can't see it. Oh, they hide the view so it's like Yeah, a and you're like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then yeah. you go line up and everything like that. And it's not till you walk through the door that you mm-hmm. see it and you are genuinely, and I mean this genuinely, mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Mm. The thing that I think is funny about the whole situation though is that if you look at mm. the Taj Mahal on Google, it what? gets... 4.6 stars, okay, <laughs> out of five. Okay. Well, that's, that's, I mean, I think I think my local cafe is on 4.7, so. Well, that's it. <laughs> the McDonald's near the Taj Mahal is on 4.2. Yeah, damn. <laughs> so, like, you've built. Well, is, does, the, does it have a rooftop view? <laughs> no, you can't see the Taj Mahal. It's just, I mean, some of the reviews is like, this is a really amazing McDonald's, good technology. <laughs> Best option for a group when shopping nearby. I mean, a fabulous place. Yeah. And the Taj Mahal, <laughs> only a couple, only not even half a star more, not even 0.5 of a whole star. Yeah, you can't put too much trust in these reviews, can you? <laughs> 
Imagine that, dying for your loved one, putting up a temple in their honour in 1632, visited by millions. What do are, what are some of them say? <laughs> are there any one stars for Taj Mahal? <laughs> Actually, let's have a quick look. Read us one. Go on. Read, read, us, read us what someone had experienced at the Taj Mahal. Were they overwhelmed, underwhelmed? Were they simply whelmed? Let, let us know, man. Yeah, it's getting a few fives. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Nice monument, World Heritage Site. Getting here is very painful, <laughs> especially when driving. Uh, government need to work on the parking nearby. We could only buy park, find parking near Shah Jahan Garden, which was like a two-kilometre walk away. So there you go. That's fair <laughs> enough. Build, yeah. Building a temple for your loved one and then someone 400 years later going, no, nah, they didn't think they didn't. They, they didn't have parking in mind when they built this. Yeah, yeah, for cars which weren't invented yet. Yeah. Oh, this is terrible. No parking. Oh, what a disgrace. Here's one. Sunny on and things said it was a mesmerising tour to the Taj Mahal. Though there was no thermal screen at entry gate even during the pandemic. So that was three stars. <laughs> you know, everyone's yeah. got thing. Get some <laughs> thermal screens for your uh, monuments to your <laughs> deceased partner. Historic 500-year uh, <laughs> monuments. Well, there you go. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Yes. Well, we thank, thank you for another episode of Mad Nut. Thank you for listening to another Matt ep- Oh, my gosh. Yes, thank you very much for listening to another episode of <laughs> Matt and Alex. Should, we, day breakfast. should we just keep all of that in, Rick and Bron? Are you calling it? Please. Oh, we both Please, really I mean, come on. made a meal of that. <laughs> but I guess every now and again we need to show our listeners that we are human. I mean, sure, they hear us talk about Sharts on Fire, um, Taj Mahal's. Eulogies to petrol stations. I'll tell you what, put a lighter to ju- what just happened and it would go up in absolute flames, I'm sure. Oh, my Quite Lord. stinky indeed, but no, look, in all honesty, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It's been a whole lot of fun. Thank you to Sarah for joining us for um, what's fast becoming my favourite segment. And uh, Matt O'Kine, I'm very much looking forward to tomorrow's show where you will grace us with a mind-blowing fact or two. So, uh you would like to jump on board as well, please send us a voice memo with your mind-blowing fact to matt.and.alex. I actually saw one today that made me go, well, that's going in the notes. So join us tomorrow for another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.